No other book has so profoundly impacted so many lives as the Bible. Welcome to Simply the Bible, the Through the Bible teaching program of Pastor Daryl Zachman of Calvary Chapel, Treasure Valley. Today we see where Asaph rehearses the history of Israel. They sought the Lord, and after he delivered them, they turned away from him. Still he was gracious to them. We hope you'll join us as Pastor Daryl continues in Psalm 78 on Simply the Bible. What do you do with the person to whom you've given everything, but there's no appreciation? Most of us would probably write the person off. Certainly, we would shut off the supply of funds. But God didn't do this to his people, Israel. Instead, he forgave them. Anyone who thinks that the God of the Old Testament is mean hasn't read the Old Testament. Over and over again, he demonstrated kindness and forgiveness to a people who were stubborn and rebellious. It is this history of failure on the part of Israel and long-suffering on the part of the Lord that Asaph chronicles in Psalm 78. We continue today with this lengthy psalm in verse 34. When he slew them, then they sought him, and they returned and sought earnestly for God. Then they remembered that God was their rock and the Most High God, their Redeemer. Sadly, when times were good, the people didn't seek God. They forgot about Him and did their own thing. But when the people died, then they suddenly started seeking Him earnestly. Why must people wait for pain before they seek God? In their times of pain and suffering, they remembered that God was their rock and Redeemer. Now, with the COVID-19 pandemic, we have reached a death toll in the U.S. that is more than half that of World War II. Is it time to seek the Lord? Are we looking to Him as our rock and our Redeemer? Verse 36, Nevertheless, they flattered Him with their mouth, and they lied to Him with their tongues. For their heart was not steadfast with Him, nor were they faithful in His covenant. I remember a song many years ago where the lyric was, Tell me lies, tell me sweet little lies. That's about what the children of Israel did to the Lord. They had the right words, but they were insincere. Isaiah said, These people say they are mine, they honor me with their lips, but their hearts are far from me. God sees right through insincere worship. It's not what we sing on Sunday morning, but how we live the rest of the week that is the sincerest demonstration of our worship. Are we faithful to the Lord? But he, being full of compassion, forgave their iniquity and did not destroy them. Yes, many a time he turned his anger away and did not stir up all his wrath, for he remembered that they were but flesh, a breath that passes away and does not come again. How often in Scripture do we read of God's compassion? He pities us as a father pities his own children. And though Israel was undeserving, God forgave their iniquity and did not destroy them. Why? He remembered that they were but flesh. I am so thankful that God remembers this. 
We tend to overestimate our strength, but God knows our frame and he remembers that we are dust, a breath that's here and gone. Therefore, he is patient with us. How often they provoked him in the wilderness and grieved him in the desert. Yes, again and again, they tempted God and limited the Holy One of Israel. Their wilderness experience was a series of trying God's patience. The Lord accused them of testing him 10 times. And yet the Bible tells us that we are not to test the Lord our God. It is interesting that they limited the Holy One of Israel. Can we limit God? We know that Jesus could not do many miracles in his hometown of Nazareth because of their unbelief. We can hinder God by our unbelief and disobedience from doing the good that he would do for us. I don't want to limit God from blessing me. I want to keep myself in that place where he can freely bless me according to his limitless loving kindness. They did not remember his power. The day when he redeemed them from the enemy, when he worked his signs in Egypt, and his wonders in the field of Zoan. Over and over again, the Lord reminded them of how he delivered them from the bondage of Egypt with an outstretched arm and mighty hand. They should have remembered his great works. For what other God did such amazing things? Turned their rivers into blood and their streams that they could not drink. He sent swarms of flies among them, which devoured them, and frogs, which destroyed them. He also gave their crops to the caterpillar and their labor to the locust. He destroyed their vines with hail and their sycamore trees with frost. He also gave up their cattle to the hail and their flocks to fiery lightning. He cast on them the fierceness of his anger, wrath, indignation and trouble by sending angels of destruction among them. He made a path for his anger. He did not spare their soul from death, but gave their life over to the plague and destroyed all the firstborn in Egypt, the first of their strength in the tents of Ham. Asaph lists some of the plagues that the Lord brought against Egypt. These judgments were not only against the Egyptians, but also against their gods. The Lord proved that their gods were useless. Finally, he destroyed all the firstborn in Egypt because Pharaoh had commanded that all the Hebrew male children be put to death. But he made his own people go forth like sheep and guided them in the wilderness like a flock. And he led them on safely so that they did not fear. But the sea overwhelmed their enemies, and he brought them to his holy border, this mountain which his right hand had acquired. He also drove out the nations before them, allotted them an inheritance by survey, and made the tribes of Israel dwell in their tents. I think one of the most beautiful descriptions of God is that he is a shepherd to his people. That speaks of his constant care, his willingness to protect and to provide green pasture. Israel was his flock, and he led them out of Egypt through the Red Sea to Mount Sinai and ultimately to the Promised Land. He protected them from the elements and the enemies in the wilderness.
And then he sent the hornet before them to drive out the Canaanites. Though they had been slaves, he made Israel into an invincible army. Then he apportioned the land to the 12 tribes and gave it to them as their everlasting inheritance. He gave them homes they did not build and vineyards they did not plant. You would think that with him lavishly pouring out so many blessings upon his people that they would be thankful and not stray from his commandments. This week, we celebrate Thanksgiving. And although this year is unique with a pandemic and concern about extended families coming together, nevertheless, we have so much to be thankful for. God has been good to us. He has given us so much more than we deserve. Are we thankful for his blessings or do we take them for granted? Yet they tested and provoked the Most High God and did not keep his testimonies, but turned back and acted unfaithfully like their fathers. They were turned aside like a deceitful bow. For they provoked him to anger with their high places and moved him to jealousy with their carved images. Sadly, the children of Israel tested and provoked the Lord with their idols. They turned away from their covenant with their maker and husband. When God heard this, he was furious and greatly abhorred Israel so that he forsook the tabernacle of Shiloh the tent he had placed among men and delivered his strength into captivity and his glory into the enemy's hand. He also gave his people over to the sword and was furious with his inheritance. The fire consumed their young men and their maidens were not given in marriage. Their priests fell by the sword and their widows made no lamentation. Israel had been an unfaithful wife. So the Lord, like a jealous husband, was furious. He forsook the tabernacle of Shiloh. This was where Samuel had ministered as a boy before the Lord. They went to war against the Philistines and brought the Ark of the Covenant into battle, thinking it would make them invincible. But God delivered it up to the Philistines, who took it back with them. The wicked sons of Eli, the priest, were killed, and their wives did not grieve for them. Then the Lord awoke as from sleep, like a mighty man who shouts because of wine. And he beat back his enemies. He put them to a perpetual reproach. Even after all that, the Lord roused himself. As a man awakes from sleep, he raised up Saul to beat back the Philistines, and later David. Moreover, he rejected the tent of Joseph and did not choose the tribe of Ephraim, but chose the tribe of Judah, Mount Zion, which he loved. And he built his sanctuary like the heights, like the earth, which he has established forever. After the days of Solomon, when the kingdom was divided, the northern tribes forsook the Lord They were called Ephraim because Ephraim was the largest tribe among them. God rejected them because of their idolatry, and they eventually went into Assyrian captivity. But God chose Judah to be the tribe from which the Messiah would come, the son of David. 
They kept the temple in Jerusalem until they were taken away captive into Babylon. He also chose David, his servant, and took him from the sheepfolds. From following the ewes that had young, he brought him to shepherd Jacob, his people, and Israel, his inheritance. So he shepherded them according to the integrity of his heart and guided them by the skillfulness of his hands. God took David from the sheepfolds and made him king of Israel. He had a shepherd's heart like the Lord, and he foreshadowed the good shepherd who would come after him. David was not a perfect man, but he had integrity of heart. And when God rebuked him, David repented. God gave him wisdom to shepherd his people with skillfulness. This is where Asaph ends his historical psalm. It concludes with David, who pictured the Messiah to come. Despite Israel's record of failure, God proved himself faithful and gracious. And we can expect him to be the same way toward us if we humbly trust in Jesus Christ. You've been listening to Simply the Bible, the Through the Bible teaching program of Pastor Daryl Zachman of Calvary Chapel, Treasure Valley. For more information about our church, please visit our website at calvarytv.org. To listen to other episodes, go to 941thevoice.com or check out our podcast on iTunes or Spotify. If you have any questions or comments, please contact us through our website. Tomorrow, we'll see where Asaph laments the slain in Jerusalem. How long will God be angry with them? He prays for God to atone for his people's sins and avenge their deaths. We hope you'll join us as we continue in the Psalms on Simply the Bible.